Okay, David Addison, ahead of uh, British Touring Car Championship 2016 event here at uh, Donington Park. This place, I suppose, this weekend and this uh, actual circuit holds a, a very, very special place in your motorsport uh, commentary career, doesn't it? Yeah, I suddenly realised about 10 days ago how old I was, Mike, because it's, it's 25 years to the weekend that I did my very first commentary and it was here at Donington <coughs> it was a British Automobile Racing Club organised event like the Touring Car Meeting is this weekend and this was in an era before the Touring Car Package existed so it was a Formula 3 meeting uh, which I think David Coulthard was the race winner of but it, significantly it was also the first Renault Clio race in the UK so it's 25 years of Clio it's 25 years of Addison um, and there was an international Formula Renault race the same weekend as well and that was won by a bloke called Jason Plato um, and I looked in the officials list in the programme and there are some names that are still working here at, uh, at Donington and for the BARC 25 years on. So there are some stalwarts, you know, some, have, some names have come and gone, but there's this little hardcore that, that carries on. But yeah, I was a very nervous 18-year-old 18. on um, April the 21st, 1991. And I trundled here bright and early uh, in my one-litre four-speed Volkswagen Polo and, and stood, because uh, I was doing the interviews, doing the presentations for that meeting, and I stood at the end of the pit lane, a pit in at 20... Uh, no eight laps past nine o'clock in the morning when the MG Owners Club race finished, the first race of the day. And the winner wasn't stopped by the marshals and he drove all the way down the pit lane and was never seen again. So there I was, getting more nervous because <laughs> I had to wait another race before I actually spoke. Ah. Um, and that was a Formula Ford 2000 race and that's where it all started. And um, by the end of that year, I did some television things and on it went from there, really. Fantastic. 18 years of age. But yeah. how did you get the gig? You know, how did you, how did you get this job here? Well, I always wanted to, 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 be, to be a commentator and I used to go to Walton Park that was my local circuit I used to watch at Nickerbrook and there's a commentary box at Nickerbrook and the old commentary box was a, a big tall wooden tower from which you had a great view and I used to think I really like to watch up there you can probably get a really good view up there and, and I know a bit and I was always the smart aleck child that would correct a commentator or finish the sentence and show off how much he knew and, and probably all the people around me hated every breath in my body um, and so when I was about 17 I wrote to a man called Mike Cookson who was the Alton Park commentator the main commentator at Alton and asked how to get involved and the answer was come do some lap charts work in a commentary box do lap charts see what what goes on and then maybe you can have a go and Mike came and did a few meetings here at Donington in 1990 and the, 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 the commentary here was organised by a great character called Robin Bradford and I mithered Robin as well and Robin's line eventually was um, the only way to shut you up was to let you talk and so I got some Donington dates off, uh, off Robin uh, and some Alton Park dates through Mike Cookson and it snowballed from there uh, and I made a nuisance of myself and I, I spoke to Richard and Neville Hay who were responsible for filming lots of things that were going out on a channel called Screen Sport, long since dead um, and, and it went from there so I ended up doing more and more circuit stuff and more and more post-produced highlights television work and um, started getting into race meetings for free and going home with a bit of pocket money <laughs> and that first meeting here then that first mm. job that you actually here, had here at uh, Donington Park I mean you're not able to capture that and you, you've got no audio files or anything like that to you know to, to play back have you no but um, Sutton Photographic Agency found a photograph of me from that year at least on the podium interviewing somebody and god I look young and, you? and, but all the drivers did as well yeah, so exactly the same uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only memory apart from 
your own memory itself they actually have but obviously big changes in the circuit I mean you say you've got a few of the drivers that are still here but the circuit obviously changed dramatically what, in those 25 years it hasn't it hasn't Mike because bits of it have changed I mean I'm looking out across the paddock and building work has gone on in the paddock and, and we're standing outside the media centre which is a completely new building from what it was in 1991 but the actual circuit hasn't changed very much at all the chicane is different and the runoff area at Redgate is different but the, the, the nature of the track is the same and that's one of the things that, that I love about Donington the national circuit has always given great racing and it was a real delight to come here um, and you'd go to the bar the old Redgate Lodge pub at the end of the day and Robert Fernell, Lord rest him who, who was the man that operated Donington would arrive and buy everybody that was there a drink and Robert used to walk around the circuit uh, religiously at a race meeting and he'd have his programme full of scribbled notes about a speaker that wasn't working here or a hole in the ground there and it would all get done But uh, later in the week but you know, he'd, he'd arrive with his programme with all these scribbles on it that, of things that he'd found as he'd walked around the place and it just had a great atmosphere he'd arrive, he'd buy you a drink, you'd have a good laugh you wouldn't leave until you know, the wrong side of 10 Late. o'clock at night yeah um, and it just had this spirit uh, about Donington. And, of course, it's changed over the years as, as, as things have got more professional and new owners, new people have come along and things have changed. But the actual core of Donington, which is the circuit, which Tom Wheatcroft brought back to life in 1977, uh, remains pretty much unchanged. And that's why it gives good racing here. And that first weekend's work, then, obviously, yeah. that led you to other things. I mean, again... You know, what happened straight off the back of that? Did you get a pat on the back and said, well, that went well and they continued? Yeah, I came to back the following week. That, did yeah, you? and the following week was a touring car meeting. Uh, and it was, again, because it was pre Toker package, it was touring cars and, and club level Porsches and all sorts of BRSCC club racing stuff. And then the week after that, I did an Alton Park meeting. And the week after that, I was back here for a long distance saloon car event. And then at the end of May, I did Snetterton. And then by the end of the year, I did the RAC rally. And I did, I, I, I did the stage commentary at Clumber Park Sunday. And on the Monday, I flew out to Paris because Eurosport's coverage uh, was all being operated by their French studio. So there's this British rally, and I'm in France commentating on pictures coming in, and I thought, gosh, this is um, different. And, and it was all a bit of a blur because I was still at university. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was all crammed in around studies. And it, it, was, it was great fun, really. I didn't have any ambition to, to, to go off and do television stuff. I was just happy for the phone to ring, or in those days, a fax to come, yeah. uh, and ask you to go and do a race somewhere else. And, and it grew, and it grew, and it grew, and it grew. And it's continued for, for 25 years very successfully. I'm getting the hang of it. Well, well, people would say that you, you, you have done, but I mean, it's fantastic what it leads to. I mean, obviously, motorsport was a, a massive passion of yours and, you know, loving to talk and loving to commentate on what it was that you were seeing, yeah. David, and look where it's led you to. You, you just don't know where life does take you sometimes or will take you sometimes. Uh, it, it, exactly. If I'd have been, you know, as a, as a 16-year-old sitting on the bank at Nickerbrook at Alton Park and somebody would have said to me that later in life he'd have gone to Macau or Australia or India to commentate and end up doing touring cars for ITV4, I wouldn't have believed at all um, so it's, it's been a, an amazing 25 years to indulge myself in my, my hobby my passion and meet some great people along the way uh, but Donington Park because of that first weekend is always going to hold a, a special uh, place for you isn't it? absolutely and, and because um, also it was the circuit that for the first I don't know 10 or 15 years I suppose I did the majority of my circuit commentary so I was here for the Grand Prix I was in the pit lane for the Grand Prix because uh, in those days uh, there wasn't the restriction on passes so for the Grand Prix we had two commentary teams almost. There was Ian Titchmarsh and Paul Trusswell who always did the, the Grand Prix at Silverstone. They did the Formula One race. Robin and I did all the support races. But for the Grand Prix they needed somebody in the pit lane. So right, well, you know, the teenager, he's expendable. He <laughs> go in the pit lane. And I remember 
at one point Ian saying to me um, during the race commentary is it still raining I said I've got no idea because there's so much spray uh, and that was the, the beauty of that race that the, the rain would ease it would get heavier it would come it would go and I was standing on the pit wall for the infamous Senna lap where he came into the pit lane never stopped and went straight through and got the fastest lap of the race and I remember as he went past the noise was almost a split second late in, in hitting me on the pit wall and I thought thank god that's shifting and that was a different era. You know, you wouldn't be allowed in the pit lane now even to, to, to watch a lap like that. There are speed limits in the pit lane. So I'm glad I was around for that, that weekend and that event because although it wasn't the biggest crowd and the weather was dismal, by God, it was a weekend to remember. Yeah, fantastic. So lots of happy memories. And now with ITV4, obviously, in commentating on the, the British Touring Car Championship, it comes full circle. Like you say, you look back now, when you're 25 years, yeah. and look at that 18-year-old that you was here. So happy times. And celebrating it in what way this weekend? I mean, have you got anything lined? up or, or anything no, the, the, like that there's, there's no party but Renault very kindly are also celebrating 25 years this is how the conversation right, started exactly. because it's 25 years of the first Clio race in this yeah. country yeah indeed that weekend yes and uh, Carl McCalla from Renault was asking was I commentating and what could I remember about it and I said well funnily enough it was my first commentary and I hadn't even made the connection no. if it was 25 years of Clio's it was 25 years of me as it were um, so Renault very kindly offered me a Clio for the weekend as a big anniversary cake so um, I'm, I'm all Clio'd up for the weekend to celebrate 25 years fantastic yeah. 25 superb years in uh, in motorsport david a real pleasure <laughs> thank you Mike. enjoy this weekend won't you so i always want it donnie so, i yes. know you will do. david addison thank you thanks Mike. cheers <laughs>